When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Penix, quick snap, toss sweep left. Dylan Johnson angles left side, and he bounces into the end zone. Touchdown, Dylan Johnson. 13th rushing touchdown of the season. Let's out a lion of a yell. And the Huskies have a 9-0 lead to the Pac-12 championship here in the first quarter. Win with the snap, turns, and hands it to Blue. Breaks free at the 50. Actually, that's Keelan Robinson down the sidelines. 40. Said he stepped out of bounds or did he? He did not. Touchdown, Texas. Snap to Milro. Jada look. He's got Miller wide open. 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdown. Alabama takes the lead with 12.04 to go in the first half. Shotgun for JJ from the six yard line. Takes the snap. Inside handoff. Blake Corn bounces it back the other direction. Blake fighting for the end zone. Touchdown, Wolverines. Blake Corum ties the school record with his 55th career rushing touchdown. Shireman lets it go. His third triple of the first half. And their leading score is starting to heat up here at PBA. And this was a dominant performance by Greg McDermott's team. And the Blue Jays with a 29-point victory against Nebraska. This is a really good win for us because of what I think of Nebraska and and Coach Hoiberg's team. I've been really impressed with how connected they are on both ends of the floor. For us to come in here and and do this to them is really a credit to our guys' preparation and focus. Good morning. Welcome in to Earnout Sports Radio here on a Monday morning. I'm Ravi Lula. We are on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. And we're coming to you live from the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill, the H&H Chevrolet stage. As you may have noticed, I am riding solo this morning. Uh, our guy Andrew Rogers is a bit under the weather, so he will not be in this morning. So it's just you, me, and Shane here this morning uh, on the show. But we do have... What the f- is Shane walking in there? Uh, we don't even know. We never know why Shane's walking where he's walking. Probably to go vape most of the time, if I had to guess. Oh, come on, Shane. <laughs> but uh, we do have a good show for you here this morning. Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald joins us at 8 a.m. Uh, Damon Benning joins us at 8.30. He'll be with us for the bottom half of that hour. Uh, Ryan Fowler, he covers college football and NFL for the Bleacher Report. And then we will wrap up the show with Jacob Padilla to talk about Nebraska and Creighton basketball, as well as we'll see if we can get some volleyball takes out of him as well 
to wrap up the show. Of course, we'll also do the War Horse Sportsbook Sports Cleanup as well. Speaking of War Horse Sportsbook, you can reach us on the War Horse Sportsbook hotline, 888-638-4876. If you feel bad for me, want to keep me a little company this morning, that is the best way to do it. Uh, you can also chime in on that YouTube channel like TK already has. Um, <laughs> TK says lots of madness to talk about. I mean, probably can't even make it to Creighton this morning. Well, we'll see what happens, TK. We'll we'll see what happens with the uh, show as we go along. But he's right. There is a ton of madness to talk about, and mad being the key word there for uh, the Florida State Seminoles as they are an undefeated conference champion, power five team that has been left out of the college football playoff. At 13-0, and Florida State drops a spot despite winning and is left on the outside looking in of the college football playoff. And, and listen, right now. You're gonna... there's a – I'm actually not that upset about the Florida State part of it. What I'm upset about is – that the SEC should have been shut out of the playoff, and they weren't. Um, whoever, you know, ESPN, the committee, whoever, just could not help themselves. They couldn't, they couldn't fathom a world in which the SEC was not in the playoff. Um, I could, and I loved it for, you know, the 12 hours, 16 hours that it seemed like a possibility. Uh, the AP poll got it right. They had Florida State at four uh, and Alabama at five. Here's my real problem with the situation, okay? Because you could have the argument of best versus most deserving, which I'm sure we will at some point. You can have the argument about injuries and how Florida State's a different team than they were a month ago, and I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. But here's where the committee got it wrong. Is last week, when Jordan Travis was still injured, when Florida State was still undefeated, when Alabama still had the one loss, Texas still had the one loss, Georgia is the only team that lost out of that group, and they fell out. Florida State was still ahead of Alabama and Texas at that point. They were still ahead of Alabama and Texas when Jordan Travis was hurt. And listen, you can make the argument that, hey, Alabama really did a, uh, a, a number on, on winning that Alabama game or winning that Georgia game in the SEC championship. You can make that argument, and I'll listen to it. That's the best win anybody's had this season is Alabama over Georgia. Here's where the problem comes in, and, I, and this is why the committee did it, and it's a stupid reason, okay? Number one. Texas, if, if, if you think that's the best win of the season, you say, yeah, Alabama deserves to be in the playoff because they have the best win anybody had this season. Their one loss is not a bad loss, and they won a conference title. I can hear that argument. That makes sense to me. You can bump them four spots, which is what happened. They went from eight to four. You can make, you can, you can make that bump because of that, sure. It's a lot, but sure. Here's where you end up in trouble is Texas's win over Oklahoma State with a starter at quarterback and, and whatever else is not better than Florida State's win over Louisville. It's just not. Louisville was better than Oklahoma State. 
Louisville was a better football team than Oklahoma State. So Texas got bumped four spots for winning against a worse team. And yes, they did it in more impressive fashion. Okay, whatever. They got bumped four spots. You're telling me a 28-point win over a worse Oklahoma State team is more impressive than a Florida State win over a better football team with a third-string quarterback, by the way. You're telling me that 18 extra points margin of victory is worth four spots in the college football playoff. And the answer is no, it's obviously not. But here's where you run into problem because Alabama probably deserved to be in the college football playoff more than Texas. But Texas had the head-to-head win. And so to get themselves out of these mental gymnastics of having to say, hey, uh, Alabama is better than Texas right now, but Texas beat them earlier in the season, but that was a long time ago and whatever, trying to trying to do these hurdles and, and mentally to try and get you to a place where you can put Alabama over Texas without a head-to-head win. Texas is a powerful player. Instead, they weasel their way out of that conversation by just leaving Florida State out, who, oh, by the way, still undefeated, still a conference champion, still had a better win on conference championship weekend than Texas did. And did it all with the third-string quarterback. Oh, and by the way, held a Louisville offense that had been really good all year to basically nothing. And won a game when everybody knew that their quarterback could not throw. Run, won a game where they had to run wildcat, not because they wanted to, but out of necessity. You're telling me that that is more impressive, or that's less impressive than Texas going out and beating a worse Oklahoma State team. I don't buy it. I'm just not going to buy it. And Corey chimes in on the YouTube uh, stream. I never let myself believe the committee would actually leave the SEC out. And listen, that's fair. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm too much of a bright-eyed optimist. But... It was the right thing to do because here's what you've told us about college football playoff committee. I'm sure you're listening. Is that the wins and losses don't actually matter. That's what you're saying here is the wins and losses don't actually matter. Florida State went out and won every single game on their schedule. And you decided, eh, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because uh, we think Texas was a little bit more impressive. We think Alabama was a little bit more impressive. Going out and winning every game on your schedule doesn't matter. That's, what, that's, what they, that's the lesson we learned from this. And listen, I'd actually be okay if last week or the week before, whenever Jordan Travis had gotten hurt, because they did this initially, where they dropped Florida State out of the top four. But then Ohio State lost to Michigan. So Florida State jumped back up into the top four after that game. I actually would have been okay if they had just left Florida State lower and said, hey, with the injury, with the lack of Jordan Travis, we think Alabama and Texas are better than these teams. But they didn't do that. They left 
Ohio State right behind Florida State. And they left Texas and Alabama at 7 and 8 respectively. It's like these people don't have the cognitive ability to look ahead a week and say, hey, we might end up in a situation where we think Texas and Alabama are better than Florida State. Maybe we should put the rankings this week in such a way that that decision would actually make sense. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know who all is in that room. I suppose I could look it up. But I'm guessing that there's the same type of people that are in most rooms making most decisions. Oh, yeah, I was right. It's a bunch of, like, octogenarians in that room that probably don't have the cognitive ability to actually think a week ahead of time. I mean, it looks like I'm looking at Congress right now with all of these old white dudes in front of the, uh, on the committee here, not like 90-year-olds making decisions about the future that they don't have to deal with. This is a committee that, I, I, like, that's the part that I don't understand. Is if you thought this was a possibility, which everyone knew, by the way. Everyone knew Jordan Travis was out for the year. Everyone knew that there was a chance that Florida State wasn't going to be as good as their resume by the end of the season. So why didn't the rankings reflect that when you knew it? Florida State was still ahead of Texas. Florida State was still ahead of Alabama when this all happened. That's the fact of the matter. I'm upset because of what the college football playoff committee told me was true last week. Because you're not going to see Brock Glenn a month from now, the third-string quarterback. Tate Rodemaker's injury isn't season-ending the way Jordan Travis's is. And look, I get... Tate Rodemaker is not Jordan Travis, but they looked better offensively with Tate Rodemaker because he's not a true freshman getting thrown into a championship game. Not everybody can be Tua Tungavailoa. That's the, that's the part that doesn't make any sense. Is if this was true, it would have been true last week as well. It can't all of a sudden just now be true. That doesn't make any sense. Hear the words. Thomas on uh, TK on YouTube says, FSU is being punished for not lying about Jordan Travis's injury. If FSU said he would be back for the playoff, the committee would have had to put him in, punished for doing everything right. Corey says, everyone who says expanding the playoffs will devalue the regular season can shut up now. Yeah, Corey's right, and so is TK. Although I will say, I'm not sure how much Florida State could have lied about the injury. Because Jordan Travis's foot was pointed the wrong direction. So that would have been tough to lie about. Because that is, <laughs> that is, I mean, that can only be so many things. If your foot is pointed the wrong direction. They could have tried to lie about it. They could have tried to pull on Aaron Rodgers and be like, hey, I'll be back in 15 minutes. It's fine. Which, by the way, now all of a sudden he's, they're starting to hedge. They're like, oh, well, if, if, if the Jets aren't in playoff contention, he's probably not going to play. Oh, really? He had a torn Achilles. He wasn't going to play anyway, geniuses. Like, if it actually was a torn Achilles. Now, they might have lied about that on the front end. 
But if it was a completely torn Achilles the way he was talking about it, that dude was never going to play. And as far as Corey is talking about, yeah, the, the regular season, the committee just told us, and maybe they were trying to prepare us mentally for the regular season not mattering anymore, which, you know, thank you for doing the Lord's work committee in telling us that, oh, yeah, it's okay. The, the, uh, the regular season doesn't matter actually that much. We, uh, we just need you to understand we're kind of going to do whatever we want here. So appreciate that, committee. But Corey's right. Anybody's like, oh, the regular season's devalued. Uh, it's like, well, Florida State won all their games, and they didn't get a go anyway. So maybe, maybe the regular season was already devalued. Maybe the regular season's devalued for everybody that doesn't play in the SEC. Terrence chimes in. The system was trash from, I think he meant the jump, Five major conferences and four spots. There's always sometimes, there's always one, sometimes two conferences left out. Terrence, that's fair. Usually, though, it was the Pac-12, because the Pac-12 was such trash for most of this last decade, uh, to the point where their league is not going to exist next year. Uh, But you're right. Having four spots for five major conferences never made sense. It was designed to create outrage. And I think it was designed because that was the highest number that, all these octogenarians could decide on for a playoff. It's the same reason it's 12 instead of 16. It should be 16. But it's the same reason it's 12. 12 is the number that makes the least amount of sense. It should be 8 or it should be 16, but it's 12 instead. So, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the highest number that the egomaniacs running this thing could, could agree on. And so we ended up with four. And because college football moves at a glacial pace, we're like, oh, it's progress. We were, we were in the bowl system not that long ago. Oh, and isn't it better than the BCS? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like if you are in a relationship with somebody. That's right, Bo, the BCS. That's why they make that call. It's like when you're in a relationship with somebody and – they're not actively mean to you the way your ex was. And you're like, oh, don't I treat you so much better than your ex? It's like, well, you still don't treat me well. You still aren't nice to me. You're just not actively mean. That doesn't mean it's a good relationship. It means it's just slightly less, less toxic. It's like, yes, the college football playoff is better than the BCS. That doesn't mean it's a good system. It just means it's slightly less toxic. It's flickering. Thomas says he thinks it's worse than the BCS. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, and, and TK makes a good point. Funny no one talks about Michigan cheating anymore. We forget the whole Connor Stallions thing. We're just Michigan doesn't get penalized for cheating for the last three years, but Florida State gets penalized for having a quarterback break his leg in half. I don't know. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Uh, on an unrelated note, Brian chimes in, and I haven't seen this come out yet, so I don't know if it's true or not, but Brian on the YouTube channel says, McCord is in the portal. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I haven't seen it yet, but if that's accurate, Kyle McCord in the, Kyle McCord in the transfer portal would be really interesting. Um. 
TK says playoff makes more money. BCS provided a consistently good game. Yeah, I don't. I, I suppose I'm. What I mean is the four team format is better than the two team format. But I'm not necessarily saying that the college football playoff committee is a better way of selecting than the BCS was. I think most years the BCS got it right. Uh, Terrence said McCord confirmed. Sounds like there's a mass exodus from Ohio State. So we are planning to talk about the transfer portal in uh, later in the hour here. There is – today is actually – I know we've been hearing about guys entering the portal for about a week, but there is actually the portal opening today officially – People can be in the portal. So over the break, I'll do my due diligence here and uh, start figuring out who's in, who's out. And Arch Manning's trending. What does that mean? Uh Uh-oh. You know, the Arch Manning thing is funny because one of those guys is definitely leaving. Like, whether it's Malik Murphy or Arch Manning, one of those guys is leaving because Quinn Ewers is coming back. And I can actually see a world in which they both leave. With Quinn Ewers coming back, neither of those guys signed up for that. Neither of those guys signed up for the fourth year of Quinn Ewers. Everyone assumed he'd go to the NFL. Both of those guys certainly are not sitting for another year. So that's an interesting situation there as well. Um, As we anticipated, Cam Ward from... The uh, from Washington State in the transfer portal as well. We'll get you up to date on those here in a few minutes as we continue on. And I have a chance to check the latest breaking transfer portal news on Twitter. But I, I, I know people think I'm mad because I like Florida State. And I do like Florida State. I'm not mad because of Florida State. Because listen... I I have no misconceptions about them winning a national title this year, especially without Jordan Travis. I didn't think they could win a national title this year with Jordan Travis. <laughs> You're mad. What I'm mad about is the inconsistency of the college football playoff rankings. Jordan Travis was hurt last week, too. Florida State was still number four. Really nothing changed except Alabama beat Georgia. So they flipped spots, and then the committee got scared about putting Alabama in when Texas had a head-to-head win over them. Texas didn't do enough to earn a spot this week. If you thought they were good enough, they were good enough the week before. But instead, they were at 7-8, and respectively, between Texas and Alabama. That's the thing that doesn't make any sense here. That's the thing that should be maddening to everyone. Because last week they told us, I'm just going ba- based on what the committee told us. Last week they told us Florida State's still good enough with a backup quarterback. And what changed from one week to the next? Because all I found out is, oh, Florida State's still good enough with their third-string quarterback. That's what I found out. That's what changed for me. I don't – that's the part that's infuriating is the – Lack of self-awareness, the lack of consistency, and the lack of thinking forward just a single week to say, hey, what problems could arise by putting 
Texas and Alabama seven and eight this week. Hey. You could have put Florida State at five last week, maybe even six, and people would have understood. Like, oh, that's the Jordan Travis effect. He's he's been out. Gotta you don't feel good about that. You've got to you've got to penalize them for Jordan Travis being out. But they didn't get penalized. They didn't get penalized for Jordan Travis being out until until they went in and it was time to make the actual playoff. Uh, coming up next, we will talk some transfer portal. We're going to try and confirm some of these uh, quarterbacks heading into the portal. Dave and Travis piping in as well. We will get to all your comments on YouTube, on Twitter, and of course you can call us at 888-638-4876. More, more Herd at Sports Radio coming up next. <laughs> 